0: Hello everyone and welcome to the scary night podcast Welcome, welcome Hi everyone, my name is Ben Davison And today We're gonna talk about a story That will definitely creep you out Throughout the period of where you are, you're either in your bedroom going to sleep, your typical work day, or nothing. Sit back and relax and prepare to see a story and I will truly haunt you. This is The Thing. howled outside as it continued how the old man was coming back from a two and a half hour road trip down from Duluth, Minnesota he was going to a cabin near Lake Superior and barred by trees as the day progressed he became tired, his lips and his eyes become damped as he begins pulling up to a to a house that has keys to the place and a little sheriff's office with no sheriff inside. <sighs> picks up the keys, and continues the two-and-a-half-hour road trip down the road. When he gets home, I meant, when he gets to the cottage, when he gets to the place, he first gets out. It's snow. It It is, in fact, the middle of December, the old man says. As he founds, as he gets his surroundings, he sees there's a frozen lake that he could go ice fishing off in the morning. There's nothing but silence. Silence. No sound, only snow and wind. (sighs) He begins ranting. Raining with a mixture of freezing rain, ice, hail, kind of a mix of everything. He says to go around inside. So he runs inside. He gets the key, unlocks it. He gets inside the place. It's quiet. There's a little bit of lumber, there's a kitchen and an upstairs. There's a closet that the original owner said on in our Craigslist ad for it. That, that that closet is in private property. Whatever. He opens it up to find nothing. Just a few spider webs and spiders on them. He closes it up to turn around to find some firewood. He stokes the fire, lights it up and starts to read a book. He lays down, he puts down the book and begins to slowly unpack his bag. He puts his keys, he puts his keys onto the table. As he continues, he slowly but surely finds that the cottage is quite old. The house is quite old with pans probably from the 1930s. These pans, there's a strange thing on a piece of maple syrup that has a outdated character pointing in the right direction he looks right and now he might be hallucinating but he sees a whitish outline of somebody now it's inside it's right next to him it's is an mortal being it's a ghost Whatever, it disappears after he rubs his eyes, but he, he might be just tired. He, he after stoking the fire, begins getting warm, so he opens up a book, gets a glass of water, and begins to start do, drinking and reading a book. He's about two pages in as he gets ready to sip for another sip of water until he hears a sound on, on, the, on the snow hand on the house you can hear that am I just daydreaming it feels it's a different rhythm he counts the rhythm about 20 minutes later it ends he continues to read the book, keeping an eye on those sounds. And decides to, as it's getting late, he decides to go to bed. It's around 12.30 a.m. Uh, after he got there at about 11, he decided to just go take a break. and Set his alarm for about 10, uh, 10 a.m. if he can get up. And about 7.30 a.m., to go ice fishing. As he gets comfortable, he gets into his bed. It's a quite comfortable bed, too. He felt some weird liquid on the side of his bed, so he just not put some a barrier of pillows between that. He made sure just to, he would check it out in the morning. Finally, he begins to roll over. He left the light on downstairs so he can easily look down and see what's going on. From his bed, you can see the kitchen. You can see the entire downstairs from up the stairs. He will only imagine what it looks like in the morning. As he begins to get comfortable, he begins to hear some weird off-type off, ber- off type screaming or light chilled screamings out in the back. You can't tell. He might be sleepy. He finally falls asleep. He wakes up at 4 a.m. And he awakes. He awakes to creep. And darkness. The sun doesn't rise. The sun doesn't rise for about another two and a half hours. He says. He decides to stay in his bed and, and try to go back to sleep. He's looking down the stairs because he hears some sounds. He flips over and falls asleep again, to only be suddenly awoken at the four thirty-five a.m. To be found, something crazy. He's awoken to creaks and the sound of his door slamming the inside. He just hears the door slam against it. The door was punched in and it was no human. It was slammed so hard that it banged through the drywall downstairs, knocking thousands of different photos down. He sees he sees something crazy. As he begins hearing footsteps, he hears pots and pans get chucked. As he closes his eyes and sees red eyes bearing down at him. He can see him every time he closes his eyes or nearly blinks, it will get closer. He decides to flip over and cover himself as the thing gets to the bedside. He all of a sudden feels dizzy. He hears then he's woken again by falling down the staircase at the broad daylight. He's here there's a he gets chucked out of the house. He's, he's a man with blood and all kinds of things. He will, he's in and out of consciousness. There's a photo next to him. He picks it up, the mattress. That was wet, was full of blood, and a dead body. He lays it down to see a man with pale skin, red eyes, blood, and horrible clothes and horrible smelling. He picks the dude up, he puts him on the ice, makes her a big hole, and stuffs him into the water. He doesn't know what to do. Nor is he helpless. He is helpless, literally. He's numbed his entire body. As he slowly begins to sink, the last thing he sees is the red eyes, and he says a final message. You should have never came here. I have been in your house forever and now i will live for you for eternity the man says is it all as all